0: Hi, it's Jeff Farley at the Otisville Mount Hope Presbyterian Church on our weekly podcast, Today's Word, uh, from our weekly sermon. Uh, We're talking about joy in creation uh, and looking at Genesis 28, verses 11 to 22, and Psalm 65, verses 5 to 13. At sunset, this is the Genesis reading, at sunset he stopped for the night and went to sleep, resting his head on a large rock. In a dream he saw a ladder that reached from earth to heaven, and God's angels were going up and down on it. The Lord was standing beside the letter and said, I am the Lord God who is worshipped by Abraham and Isaac. I will give you and your family the land on which you are now sleeping. Your descendants will spread over the earth in all directions and will become as numerous as the specks of dust. Your family will be a blessing to all people. Wherever you go, I will watch over you. Then later I will bring you back to this land. I won't leave you. I will do all that I promised. Jacob woke up and sudden, uh, woke up suddenly and thought, the Lord is in this place, and I didn't even know it. Then Jacob became frightened and said, what a frightening place. It must be the house of God and the gateway to heaven. When Jacob got up early the next morning, he took the rock that he had used for a pillow and stood it up as a place of worship. Then he poured olive oil on the rock to dedicate it to God, and he named the place Bethel, Before that, it had been named Lutz uh, or Luz. Jacob solemnly promised God, if you go with me and watch over me as I travel, and if you give me food and clothes and bring me safely home again, you will be my God. This rock will be your house, and I will give back to you a tenth of everything you give me. Then Psalm 65, O God, you save us, and your fearsome deeds answer our prayers for justice. You give hope to people everywhere on earth, even those across the sea. You are strong, and your mighty power put the mountains in place. You silence the roaring waves and the noisy shouts of nations. People far away marvel at your fearsome deeds, and all who live under the sun celebrate and sing because of you. You take care of the earth and send rain to help the soil grow all kinds of crops, Your rivers never run dry, and you prepare the earth to produce abundant grain. You water all its fields and level the lumpy ground. You send showers of rain to soften the soil and help the plants sprout. Wherever your footsteps touch the earth, a rich harvest is gathered. Desert pastures blossom, and mountains celebrate. Meadows are filled with sheep and goats. Valleys overflow with grain and echo with joyful songs. So, Did you have a wonderful Easter? Did you get to celebrate the resurrection with loved ones and even enjoy as we did a really nice steak dinner cooked on the grill with garlic mashed potatoes and a nice big salad, followed by the biggest cookie I've ever had sliced into chunks with vanilla ice cream? Easter for the Farley family can be a wonderful mix of joy and stress. Wonderful that the whole family was able to get together, including the dogs. Stressful in that Brian, Rachel, and Emma had all recently gotten over a battle with COVID. But also stressful because it turns out I have some pretty important responsibilities on Easter morning that, of course, spill over to the family. I was up at 5 a.m. getting a shower and getting dressed so that at least I was ready for the sunrise service, and I got all the pieces together for the gathering, the bulletins, the sermon, and the gifts for all who came, and then I was ready to jump into the car and drive to the hill, and Katie informed me that no, she was driving, and I was riding along. Kids these days. I love it, the celebration of the resurrection, but keeping the details straight can be overwhelming sometimes, and I get stressed. But it's all good when you look and see all the folks that have gotten up and come for the service and then see the full moon behind everyone and the sun rising over the horizon in front of everyone, just as the service gets underway. Oh, wow. God is there. You feel it, see it, hear it, smell it, and even just, well, sense it. He is risen. He is risen indeed. And we know God is there, not exactly in the same way as Jacob did, as he dreamed of a ladder or a stairway reaching up to heaven and angels climbing up and down. He even saw God himself standing beside it, telling Jacob that he was on holy ground and making promises to Jacob. It's amazing how often we, like Jacob, seem to realize that God is in the place where we are and marvel and are filled with holy awe. And joy. Last week, we were reminded that the women who had been with Jesus went to the tomb and there were met by an angel. The angel told them essentially that they were standing on holy ground, a place where Jesus had risen from the dead. And there they too were filled with holy awe and joy, much like Jacob. Jacob was so overwhelmed that he decided to take the rock upon which his head had been resting. What a weird pillow! While he slept and made an altar of it, a spot to commemorate the location and gave it a new name, Bethel, God's house. Jacob was excited and pleased and full of joy as he thought about God being right where he was. He wanted to shout, God, you live here. Of course, we realize that God not only lived there, but that God lives everywhere. God lives in the mighty waters crashing over Niagara Falls and in the wonder of the Grand Canyon. God lives in the sweeping prairies full of amber grain and the forests so tall and green and majestic they seem to go on forever. God is in the mountains full of wonderful minerals and in the streams running down their sides full of fish and the flocks and the herds and even in the clouds in the skies, whether they be soft and puffy or full of rain or even snow like they were this week. Noah was out in his backyard in Carlisle early this week with nine inches of the cold wet stuff. But isn't that the miracle and the reason we rejoice in creation? God is in that snow too. God is here right in the sanctuary and God is there right where you are might be in your living room, in your pajamas, your dining room with a nice mug of coffee, your kitchen with dishes to wash, out in the chaise lounge by the pool, or even as Brianna was with Lucian last week, in the car just outside the church building, as he slept and she watched and listened. God is not just here, but God is everywhere. And as Jesus tells the women who were running from that empty tomb, rejoice. Take a look and see what God has done and hear what God has promised you. He's promised you a land, a place, a place where God will be and already is now and forever. Not a place far away, not a place later in your life, not a place that is perfect, not a place that is someone else's, but a place for you right now here because God is with you. Do you see what God has done? Then rejoice, for the Lord who loves you is always with you. The Apostle Paul said to the Philippians in Philippians 4, 8, Rejoice, and again I say rejoice. Why? Because God is with us. The risen Lord is here. We are a jubilant people, for our God is not dead and not far away. God is here in the sanctuary and wherever you are, even with those people hiding in the steel mill in Maripol, Ukraine. And every time we see God at work in creation, we need to raise a song and words of praise. For the Lord of all is risen. Hallelujah and amen. Thank you so much for joining us for this particular podcast. Uh, if you have questions, you can contact me at Otisville Press at hvc.rr.com. Or you can check out our website at otisvillepress.org. Thanks for being here.